Hey, rock stars, welcome to the Retail Leasing Playbook podcast, where I go through chapter by chapter of my latest book, The Retail Leasing Playbook. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please subscribe and share with a friend. Today, we are on chapter 41, Don't Argue With Your Prospects. This is probably the one of the most important laws of selling ever. Just think about it. You're never going to win if you're arguing with your prospects. So when the prospect says, oh my gosh, your rent's too high, arguing with them that your rent's too high is only going to dig it deeper, their position, and, and have them feel that they're in conflict with you. So I recommend always to agree with the prospect. Your rent's too high. Yep, my rent's probably the highest in the market. And then they're just shocked. <laughs> they're like, what? What do you mean by that? And like, well, where else are you looking? Well, we you know, have, aren't really looking anywhere else because we really like your project. Exactly. That's why the rent's the highest. I recently had a situation where I had a franchisee of a smoothie acai bowl concept, over 70 locations in the country, three locations in South Florida, and they were looking at one of my properties. And we were showing them the space and they were complaining about the rents. Uh, I was telling them that the rent was $45 a square foot, triple net, the pass-throughs are 10. And they were like, wow, you know, this is very, very expensive. So I responded with, well, what are your sales? And they said, you know, per average unit. And they told me that their sales were $1.4 million. Well, for the size of their space that they were looking at, $13.50, that definitely put them in the right occupancy percentage area that they would be successful. But I didn't really want to go there with them. So what I said to them was, I have another shopping center down the street and the rents are $10 cheaper. Why don't I go show, and I've got a space, 1,265 square feet, you know, we've got other tenants doing very well, restaurant tenants, a bakery doing almost over $2 million, a, a fresh, healthy um, concept doing over $2 million in sales. So that their eyes, you know, like brightened up and their ears perked up. And I said, come on, let's go, let, you know, follow me and let's go check it out. Now, the reason, there's always a reason why your rents are cheaper down the street. This particular shopping center, Shops of Rolling Hills, has not been renovated. Okay? And it doesn't it's only I think 13,000 square feet and not 42,000 square feet like the first one they were looking at Shops of Arrowhead. So, there wasn't as many tenants to bring people in. So, they show up at the property and the the parapet because it wasn't renovated didn't offer the exposure and the awareness that Shops of Arrowhead does. So the, they get out of their car and they're like, yeah, we don't like this. And I'm like, okay, so, but it is in, more in your price range. You know, I'm agreeing with them that Arrowhead is more money than they wanted to pay. And they, at that point said, that's okay, we'd rather go to Arrowhead. And I said, okay, at the $45. And they're like, yes, at the $45. So agreeing with the tenant and asking questions is always the winning combination. Disagreeing, well, it's not that high, you know, like, well, the park, there's not an issue with parking. I have an issue with parking at all of, most of my shopping centers. 
because I bring in high traffic generating tenants that then provide high sales for the tenants that are not high traffic generating. So we tend to have a parking problem. When I am talking to them early on, you've heard me say this before, I ask, what do you like about my property? What do you like about this shopping center? Many, many times tenants and prospects say, I love the traffic, right? But then when they're on site and they feel like they've got to start objecting to kind of slow down the negotiating process, they say, well, you know, there's, the parking's really horrible. So I, and I agree again, absolutely, especially now, Mr. Prospect, it's 1230. I have four lunch places. Absolutely. The parking is not good here, you know, during lunch. We definitely have uh, a shortage of parking at lunchtime. Uh, however, Mr. Prospect, when is your peak time? So I'm agreeing and I'm asking a question. When is your peak time? Well, I'm a Pilates instructor, so my peak time will be 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. and then 4 or 5 p.m. till you know 9 a.m. Okay, so may I suggest that you come back during your peak times and see what the parking situation is like and let them decide on their own versus what I have seen many salespeople do is tell, you know, telling, telling isn't selling, asking is. So telling them, well, no, it, well, there's not a parking problem during the, your peak times. So be, you being the expert, you telling them that they're wrong, you're disagreeing with the statement that they make, that never helps you, you never win. You being right is not going to help you win in a negotiation with a tenant. So don't argue, agree, and then ask questions. Agree and then ask questions. So that is chapter 41, don't argue with your prospects. Uh, I would say it's definitely in the top three or four things that will help you be a success sooner than later. So take this to heart, practice it, role play it, you know, put maybe take a sheet of paper and write down all of the things or, you, you know, that, that people say to you that gets the hair on the back of your neck up, like that you want to argue with them. Start monitoring when you're in a situation with prospects what are they saying that bothers me or gets me to where I want to argue with them? Write those down and then create a plan for the next time that happens. Oh my gosh, your cam is so high. Yes, unfortunately it is very high. Are you familiar with how cam works when you are leasing at a public shopping center? No, I'm not. Well, so how this works is Publix or the anchor tenant usually has their cam capped and they believe that the smaller mom and pops like you pick up the difference and that you'll lease here anyway because of their traffic. Now I have another center a mile away that does not have an anchor tenant and the cam is $5 cheaper. If you are interested in a lower cam and you don't care about being in a center with an anchor, then I could show you that center. Oh, no, 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 I'm only, I'm only here because I want to lease in a public center. Well, and that's unfortunately what they think and what the landlord thinks. So, that the, so this is how this happens, unfortunately. 
the landlord agrees to cap Publix's cam because they believe that the smaller mom and pops will pick up the difference. I agree with you. I think it kind of stinks, but it's been happening for 30 or 40 years, uh, what I've heard, and um, it's not going away. So if you are interested in a public center, the CAM is always going to be probably 30% higher than a non-Publix or non-grocery anchored center. So agree and then ask questions. Uh, That's the way to not argue with a prospect. Hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Again, if you do, please subscribe. Please uh, share with your friends or comment on social media. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, Have a great week, rock stars. See you next week.